0: Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. The Umbrella Academy, Season 3, just hit Netflix. Uh, It's been a few years since we've last seen the superheroes who are members of The Umbrella Academy. A fun show Uh, in general I have been looking forward to. This new season, I enjoyed the new season. Kind of, it it definitely takes a while to ramp up. It ramps up towards the end. Uh, but one thing this show does that's kind of fun, kind of interesting, is that it, in a lot of ways, each season is the same. And it, like the the mission, the the problem, the issue that this superhero team is trying to avoid uh, and trying to solve is very similar. Season 1, they're trying to avoid uh, Armageddon, the apocalypse. The asteroid is supposed to hit the, the world, and they're trying to, to stop it. Uh, the second season, it's all about a, a nuclear war that's supposed to be happening, that's supposed to end humanity. And in this third season, it is a very similar type of reality ending Event That they have to try and stop. Uh, But the bulk of this show, aside from the the goal being the same in every season, is you're getting to see these characters interacting with each other. You're getting to see these characters who are flawed. I mean, that's one of the things I love about this show, uh, despite being a superhero show or property in general, which superhero stuff in general is uh, far too saturated there's it's almost everything coming out is based on a superhero comic book on some level but there are a few shows there are a few movies that are doing it a little bit differently at least taking it away from the the kind of the dc the marvel type of Superhero stuff, which which is for for me is is kind of exhausting, and this is more in the vein of like the Boys, which is another superhero show that I quite enjoy. Where you're seeing flawed people, and it's not just bad storytelling like you would see in a lot of DC movies. It's not just like happiness, which is in a lot of Marvel movies, even though I think Marvel has done a great job with their stuff, but. I like the flawed characters. I like the fact that they're like a dysfunctional family. It's an interesting story, uh, but it does take a while for this season to ramp up. Uh, but once it does, in in every season, it feels like there's a lot of setup going on, and then at some point, the rubber hits the road and things start to happen and it gets really exciting. Uh, and this season, very similarly to that. Um, you also have the the real-life metamorphosis of uh, Ellen Page into Elliot Page coming out as trans. And her character, his character in this show, uh, written to reflect that. Her character, his character, Vanya, is now Victor, which I appreciated how it was written in. I appreciated how that character was handled. It was nice. Not not only nice to see that it was reflected within the story they they wrote it into the story but also just nice to see how in so many other movies or tv shows would have taken that to give them a reason to add drama into a show like having characters that had a problem with it and it was kind of refreshing to see how accepting all of the other characters were. Almost, almost too much maybe. But overall I really enjoyed it. I am 100% a fan of anybody living their true authentic selves. I think it is ridiculous and sad that people still to this day are not able to live their authentic selves. And if, if, you know, being you is being you. And if that is somehow like you being who you are is somehow like offensive to people. It's like, those people just need to not be in your, your, your existence. They, they, they're just useless people. Anybody that would have a problem with somebody living their authentic self is, is the problem like they they have a need to dictate and control other people which in america seems to be a huge issue as we saw this past week roe versus wade being overturned which i'm not going to talk about obviously in this show but we're definitely going down a path in this country where those people who seem to be offended by anything that's not your, your typical straight, white, Christian male is offensive and should be controlled and should not exist. Uh, so it's nice and refreshing to see this show come out and to see Elliot Page come out and l- being able to live his true self. Um, as a character, not my favorite character, Victor slash Vanya kind of has been the antagonist in the previous seasons, has had major issues with her family, his family. Obviously, uh, if you've seen the first two seasons, I'm going to spoiling stuff. I'm going to assume you've seen this. But uh, Victor's, like, even in this season is doing similar things that he was doing in previous seasons where it's like Victor is and cares for and protects somebody who is actively dangerous to the group who is actively making things worse. And it's kind of a bummer. It's kind of a bummer. I mean, in this it's interesting because Victor's able to learn more about his powers which seemed to be very effective uh, when when they were transferred to the other character. Harland, the kid from last season, is now grown up. Uh, so that whole aspect was fun. But it is really boils down to the different interactions these characters have. My favorite characters in this whole thing are Klaus and Five. Uh, they are... The dude that plays five, uh Alden Gallagher. So good. Like you want to talk about a kid who is portraying an older person who is in the body of a child. Like the mannerisms, the way he speaks, the the acting, all of it is so on point. Like, at no point do I believe that it's just a kid, right? Pulling that off. Also. One of the only people to kind of be a few steps ahead of everybody, which also kind of adds to the fact that, you know, is older, wiser, all that. TMF. So once again, go to inspireddisorder.com slash merch and save 10% when you use coupon code TMF. And now, back to our show. Uh, I also love Klaus. Uh, the actor, Robert Sheehan. So much fun. Was a huge fan of Misfits. Was another superhero show uh, many years ago in the UK. About a bunch of kids serving, doing their public service and a thunderstorm happens and they start getting powers and and I think his powers are even the same and I think he was in like could come back to life I believe it's been a while since I have watched that show uh but so much fun and so great to see him in this show and such a fun character I mean the last season was a lot of fun where you find out that he's like running a cult and all that stuff in this one he spends a lot of time they're in like an alternate universe uh with the an alternate timeline where now the the instead of umbrella academy it's the sparrow academy and it's the dad uh knowing that he had fe- felt like he had messed up with his previous children creating the umbrella academy went back and decided to do it again which that kind of idea the idea of the dad kind of taking different swings like having the ability to like fail and try almost like a um groundhog day type of a scenario where things end he fails and then but he's able to go back and try again is is very critical to the overall narrative of the show, which is very confusing at the end. Like, at the end of this... The way this season ends, confusing. Very confusing. I One of the very few times I've ever had to search YouTube for an explainer video. And apparently, a lot of the answers are... You can find with just subtle hints throughout the show. But also have you you would had to read the comic book, which I am not a fan of anything that requires you to have done homework prior to watching a thing. Uh the the Zack Snyder films are very big on that where there's just kind of references to things but doesn't really doesn't really take the time to actually tell a story in any way. Requires you to go in with a bunch of knowledge, which defeats the purpose of a movie or a tv show like it, it just it feels like supplemental kind of material rather than a self-contained cohesive type of a story uh so on that aspect i the ending was kind of a bummer it felt like easy how everything kind of happened at the end But then once I watched the explainer video, it made a lot more sense and makes it kind of interesting. And part of that is that the dad has this ability to, and he mentions it in, in this season where he's sitting down with five when like the black hole is starting to consume everything. It's getting close to the end and he's sitting down on the, the, the edge of reality where it's like the nothing is coming to take over and he mentions that he's d- made these mistakes he's seen the world and multiple times so this is one of those times where he tried again has the sparrow academy which is interesting bringing in this like other group of superhero people you have ben is back and another disappointing part of this sh- season is ben is an asshole such a bummer kind of has some redemption towards the end but not only has Ben kind of a bummer in this version of reality but also the entire Sparrow Academy feels kind of sidelined through a lot of this season as well like it seemed like they were going to be a bigger part but they weren't it felt like this season felt like at the same time, it was overly complex, but then also, they cut out a lot of stuff that to try and simplify it. And in cutting that stuff out, it just it has that complexity, but without the connective tissue to really make it all seem. And it f- feels like there should have been more of the Sparrow Academy, aside from just like the Luther and uh, Sloan love right that's sweet i mean that that whole thing with luther and sloan how he finally stands up to uh allison where she's kind of manipulative not enough not a character that i really like allison i mean she's lost a lot through these adventures she lost her kid in a past reality she lost her husband in the previous reality so she she's technically lost a lot of stuff but she still is is pretty selfish throughout this whole thing it's always kind of been about her and she's always kind of strung luther along knowing that he has the feelings he has for her she kind of uses that against him and in this season i enjoy that luther finally stands up to her that was kind of nice but overall the the sparrow academy stuff was kind of a bummer. Uh, it was a pleasant surprise to see Ashtray from Euphoria in this show playing the the child of Diego and uh, Lila, which that was kind of fun. I enjoy that relationship, that dynamic between Diego and Lila. Uh, turns out that he wasn't. Like, it was a fun thing. Didn't really make sense, like, why he was so much older. But, you know, the the thing with this show is, and the the, the time jumps and the different realities, is like, okay, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. But I did enjoy seeing Ashtray in this. His character, again, kind of sidelined, and just another character that just kind of disappears. Because people disappear throughout this because the black hole is slowly eating reality. You get... Um, harlan grown up you got uh a moment where leela and five are trying to go and on their own side little mission and you get a little bit of bonding between them considering five was responsible for leela's parents death but then that led her to being trained in the art of i she's one of the kids that wasn't taken by reggie had powers but was like in the last season was brought in by the the head lady and and taught and she kind of has these mimicking powers which is kind of fun but they had a nice little kind of back and forth five and her as they're trying to do the thing um but yeah it's it's mostly just a remix of the same plot i enjoy some of the characters Klaus has some fun stuff he he has these moments with this version of his dad where his dad's like actually nicer and uh they takes the time to help develop Klaus's abilities to become I mean it it seemed as if his only abilities were to communicate and see dead people and then dead people could like possess his body like he has this kind of connection with death in a way that's very special but in this season him developing his ability to come back to life uh and then him like slowly reminding all the times in his life where he had died and just come back uh i appreciated that kind of development with that character i enjoyed the the bonding that he did with his dad was a lot of fun uh despite the dad kind of using that whole thing as a way to manipulate the entire situation but um i still enjoyed it nonetheless and it, and it It made for a fun scene where Luther dies and they both are dead together and hanging out in, like, the the void of the afterlife. Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to The Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspire Disorder Plus. So sign up today. Become a member. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com slash And become an Inspire Disorder Plus member today. Harlan's cassette tapes I thought was a lot of fun. How he would listen to like just like bees or the sound of like rustling a field while the breeze is going through it. Like just nature sounds to help him block out everything. That was kind of a fun thing. I didn't know who he was. Like, at first, I thought he was the guy who ran the diner for some reason in the 50s. And he was back to, like, seek revenge. Like, maybe he got powers or something while that whole thing happened. But then it wasn't him. It was Harlan just grown up, the kid from the first one. And then you find out that, like, he was responsible for the deaths of all of their parents in this new reality. Like, there's... Like, that's one thing. There's, like, so many kind of big things going on that they're trying to wrap up together. Like, the whole Harlan thing felt like it, it deserved more. The whole Sparrow Academy thing felt like it deserved more. They could have just, like, so many of these things didn't necessarily have to be there. It really felt like what happens in movies a lot of the times, where a movie's based on a book. And you have to cut out a ton of stuff if it's based on a book because movies are a lot shorter. And sometimes when that's not done well, it feels like things were cut out and, and just not really fleshed out. The end of this season kind of has that feeling in a lot of ways. So I did have problems with this season. But overall, there was still some fun stuff. I mean, this show... I starts off this season starts off with a really fun dance off which set a tone in the way where I'm like oh this is going to be an amazing season and then it just turns out that that was just a hallucination and wasn't real and I was like okay this is I don't know I thought it was going to go completely wacky especially since they're in this like new universe where there's this other thing and it's like oh dude is there all battles dance like are they really going to upend this kind of a genre and and no they're not and i did kind i did enjoy the other powers of the sparrow characters kind of i mean the guy who's i don't know if he was their number one he the black dude in the sparrow group who was like the first to disappear Like, that was stupid. Like, his thing of doing push-ups on the side of the building and then wiping the sweat off of his face and throwing the towel into the crowd that's watching him was pretty stupid. But I did enjoy that the Sparrows were set up more like, you know, very similar in a lot of ways to, like, the superheroes and Boys, where it's like they are a product. They are uh, what capitalism would do to superheroes where they are more about selling branded and licensed items than they are about actually doing good work so i did kind of appreciate that despite the fact that it it felt a bit sidelined it was just one of those storylines that just felt like stuff was cut out uh let's see i did like how this ends How they're like all back for, they all don't have, they all lose their powers. So Luther looks just like a normal person now. None of them have their abilities. They get their appendages back that they lost. Right. But they're in, in a new, this new reality that was engineered by their dad in the hotel. That's like this machine that's able to reprogram the universes To reboot and try again. Which is an interesting thing. Which would have been fun if they had fleshed out that idea more. Instead of having it very subtle. And then I have to go watch an explainer video. But that's what he did. He like reprogrammed while they're standing on the stars. He's like reprogramming this new universe. Making sure that uh, Allison... Gets everything she wanted, all of the things that she had lost from the previous universes. She gets her daughter back. She's married to the husband in from the 50s, so she gets everything she wants. Right, spoiled, spoiled, Allison. But then everybody else loses. There's the potential for more doppelgangers uh, because they showed uh, a Ben a Ben on a train. And he didn't have a scar so it's assumed that he is that is one of the, the doppelgangers that exists in this reality but it's interesting like the setup is definitely like all of the ends of these episodes they end on like this kind of energy where you definitely want to tune into the next episode, but then it almost feels like they don't honor that momentum. And even how it ends, the end of Season 3, setting up for Season 4, definitely gives you that energy where it's like, I can't wait to see what happens in Season 4, but then I have a feeling Season 4 is not going to honor that momentum. Like, there's going to be a lot of Season 4 where they're going to be setting up this new universe, now they don't have powers... I'm still in I you know I just enjoy these characters and it's kind of interesting to see them change and grow uh so you know despite the fact that I wasn't a fan of a lot of aspects of this I think I enjoyed it more than I didn't enjoy it and uh it's a show that I'll I'll still keep watching it's not like the best show on tv I wouldn't even I I would say the boys is a better show than this one but it's still fun i still enjoy it and uh i really did enjoy how they they were able to write and change uh victor's character and elliot page and the fact that elliot page is the first name credited and i rewatched the previous seasons and they changed the credits uh to elliot page at the end um but Elliot does not feel like the star of this. I mean, it is definitely an ensemble cast, and I would say Elliot Page is the biggest star out of all of the actors, but that character doesn't at all feel like it is a major character necessarily, despite the fact that it is has been a, a big like antagonist type of force in the stories. But Oh, also, the... Robo mom of the Sparrow family her worship of the black hole as if it's a God speaking in tongues like the whole like ultra conservative Christian like fundamentalist type of thing was a huge bummer especially the reality we're living in now where those religious extremists are destroying this country um, but that was kind of a bummer to see that whole that whole aspect. But anyway, overall, I, I enjoyed it. I hope that, like I would say, probably season two might be my favorite overall. I think I think season I think this is the the I would say this is the worst season out of the three if I had to rank them. I would say season two, season one, and then season three is is low, low end. Um, but still, like, I enjoy these characters enough, enough of these characters enough to keep watching and uh, excited for season four. See, see what happens. See, I mean, they could come back and knock it out of the park and I'd be super stoked. And uh, or it just completely cl- crash and burn and uh, just end it either way.